you know, there's no Lone Ranger people in the in the kingdom of God. And, you know, not everyone knows about the Lone Ranger would ride in on his horse and ride off on his, uh, his horse. We all are connected in the body. And so um, as we're doing that, we need to understand that if we're isolated and we're not connected from the body, how do we know what the head is saying? Welcome to season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. Join in the discussion as we talk about God's economy, leading yourself, managing friendships, and many more topics. Now, let's begin the discussion. Thank you once again for tuning into the season two of Discussion with Derek and Susan. In this series, we're talking about prophetic protocols. And last episode, we talked about how God speaks to us today. But today we want to discuss about the guidelines for prophecy. And in this time and age, many people are being uh, inspired or awakened to the prophetic voice that's on the inside of us. But without the pro- proper protocol, there will be chaos in the kingdom of God. So today we want to hear how can we operate uh, with order and decency so that our prophetic gift can be a blessing to the people in this generation. Pastor Derek, please share with us. <laughs> you know, many people uh, you know, despise prophecy, but the Bible says not to despise prophecy. But the reason is, is because sometimes, you know, prophetic people um, tend not to know the protocol. And so what happens? They go and give wild prophecies that derail people and their faith and pastors are having to clean up the mess. Um, you know, they're, they're uh, causing damage to the church rather than building the church. But the Bible says that biblical prophecy, it edifies the church, it builds up the church, and we should desire prophecy and not despise it. And so what's the important thing? I think, you know, as we grow, that we learn the protocol uh, of prophecy. And so we just want to share some of those things uh, today as we end off. And, you know, we could do a whole series, maybe we will one day on the prophetic side. Um, but I believe as God, we've established in the first episode, wants to speak, but we need to understand um, that he uses human vessels, you know, he, mm-hmm. and, and so we need to then also know that we don't have full revelation of things. So right. first of all, when you prophesy, it always has to be in love. Mm. The Bible says, uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 3, that we have to have love. And so if we're prophesying, we're doing things and we don't have love, it's a clanging symbol. And so we need to understand that love is the motivation. Everything that's involved in prophecy in the life of a believer, and I'm not talking about the office of a prophet, they have a whole nother level of prophecy and, and God uses them, but it's for edification, for comfort, and for exhortation. And so we need to keep prophetic utterance within those things. If we're doing forecasting, foretelling, correction, rebuke, we're outside of the 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 protocol as a believer. Now, if you're called to the office of the prophet, you're recognized, you're submitted, then yes, God, sometimes there is a rebuke. Sometimes there is foretelling. There are those things. But for the believer, we need to stay in that realm and follow the protocol of edification, of comfort, of exhortation. And so what's happened is you get people that come out and because of their hurts, because of their church hurt, because of bitterness, because of issues that are in life, they mix that and they start prophesying judgment. They start prophesying against all the things that they're offended by in the name of the Lord. Now, they could have a genuine prophetic gift and God might be telling them something, but mm-hmm. they get out of exhortation, comfort, exhortation, uh, 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 encouragement. And what are they doing? They're adding their hurt. They're adding their uh, issue to it and it mm-hmm. comes out in the wrong spirit. And so we need to judge the spirit and and, and follow um, that protocol. So avoid, you know, 
being that per- person who's trying to come in, especially when it's directional, especially when it comes to giving time, mm. um, those kind of things, we shouldn't get out of that. And in um, exhortation, we can kind of move beyond into foretelling, but we need to have that submitted um, to the spiritual authority uh, in that um, before we move into that realm, if God's calling us to, and not just get out. So exhortation, comfort, uh, ex- uh, encouragement, excuse me, exhortation, comfort, that's the boundary, the protocol for us in the life of a believer. And so it's so important. Um, another thing is uh, protocol is, mm. is of course, we have to be in submission to the authority of the house, to the authority right. over people's life. Mm. If, if, you're, if it's a child, that's the parents. Mm-hmm. In the church, let's talk about that. What's the protocol of the authority of the house? We'll be the pastors. Exactly. The pastors mm-hmm. or the connect group leader, mm-hmm. cell group leader, whatever they're called, ministry yeah. leader, those that are the elders of the church, which mm-hmm. are defined as the spiritually mature, um, that that we are in submission to that. And so mm-hmm. they should be able to judge it. Any person who doesn't want to judge a prophecy has an issue, you know? And so whenever I receive a prophetic word, I make sure it's recorded because mm-hmm. I'm going to go back. I'm going to judge it. If something was out there, I'm going to check with my spiritual authority does this bear witness with you? How do you feel? Mm. And um, any, you know, I was with someone one time and, um, you know, someone wanted to give them a prophecy and I was the pastor, of course. And and when I went up to them and, um, the, you know, I said, let me record this. And they said, oh, no, 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 I don't want you to record this. This is a bit out there. Mm. And immediately I got a check in my spirit and, um, you know, the prophecy was just out there <laughs> yeah. and it wasn't God. And, you know, the person was a little bit confused and I told mm. them, I said, look, that was not God. Yeah. Don't even put it on the shelf. Just throw it yeah. in the garbage can right? Um, because it was so other. So we need to have that accountability and, and, and we're learning and growing. We can miss it, but we're submitted. And even a true prophet is going to submit to the house. If they think they're not mm. under authority, then you can't have authority. Yeah. Yeah. And we definitely need to check all prophecy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And how do we and check it? We don't have to accept everything that people are saying. Exactly. So we need to uh, understand that the honest is on you to check that prophecy. And uh, how do we check it? We submit it to the first, the word of God. Yeah. And then we submit to our leaders uh, and, you know, submit to our leaders and also have a check in our heart. Yes. Right. So exactly. Mm. So, so, you know, it, 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 it's usually prophecy in the new Testament is mostly comfort confirmation. Now I'm talking again among the believers in the prophetic office, there could come other things, um, you know, and it's a different level. But as a, as a believer, it's confirmation. So if it doesn't bear witness with us, usually prophecy is something that God's spoken to us. That's true. Um, and again, you mentioned the word of God. If it doesn't agree, the word and the spirit agree. If it goes against the word of God, if it goes against the principle, the pattern of the word of God, it is not God. <laughs> That's why this gift is so... Um, Abuse. Can I use yeah. that word? It's so abused in the kingdom of God, especially uh, in, in this uh, in this territory, uh, yeah. because uh, I realize that many Americans are uh, they really are quite prophetic in nature. Yeah. Uh, so they can hear. Uh, they can hear from God. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but then we do have a lot of believers uh, instead of pursuing God and hearing God firsthand. They want to hear what other people are hearing uh, yep. from God about them. So that is a bit of a disorder. So now they are running after prophecies uh, instead of pursuing God themselves. You know, very much like um, the story of how you know God wants to speak to the children of Israel, 
But instead of leaning in and coming up to hear from God, they say, Moses, you go and hear from God exactly. uh, for us. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, but we know that the veil is torn. Now Jesus has paid the price for us. We can come boldly into the throne room of God. And God wants to speak to us directly. Uh, not always through someone, and you know. Uh, so, so it is important for uh, the believers to really want to lean in and hear from God first hand. Yeah. So that if there is any prophetic words given, like you said, it is always a confirmation. So yeah. you know, do you have a check in your heart or not? But because they are not tuned their ears and learn to be listeners, so they receive prophecy and they cannot hear whether this person is prophesying in the flesh or with familiar spirit. They can be prophesying out of a familiar spirit and you cannot discern because you have not attuned your ear to hear. I see a wind blowing on the nations of the earth stirring the hearts of men and bringing refreshing. As it continues to blow, it gains momentum and becomes an unstoppable torrent that sets things in order in the earth. The sleeping giant is awakening through the power of the Holy Spirit. A people, the church, activated in the gifts and demonstration of the Spirit. Altars are filled with repentant hearts longing for a move of God. I see a great awakening has begun. Very good. And, you know, humility is so important. And I think, you know, as we're doing, we need to be humble and and, in humility, there's submission. Submit to those that are over someone, whether it's the parent or the spiritual authority, to test it. And if we feel that we we don't want our prophecy to be tested or, or, you know, checked and the person has no opportunity to bear witness, that's not the spirit of God. Um, In the New Testament, we all can hear from God. And it needs to be, uh, we need to witness with it. If it's, we don't know, and it, you know, it's not, put it on the shelf, pray. Again, bring it before the leadership of the, of the church. If it's something God was spoken to you the week before, you might not need to do that because mm. you know it's, you got the yes of heaven there. Right. But, you know, there's no Lone Ranger people in the in the kingdom of God. And, you know, not everyone knows about it. The Lone Ranger would ride in on his horse and ride off on his, his horse. We all are connected in the body. And so... Um, as we're doing that, we need to understand that if we're isolated and we're not connected from the body, how do we know what the head is saying? Mm, and and that's so important for us because, you know, uh, again, uh, we can be hearing from other voices, familiar spirits. We could have a prophetic gift, but because we're not connected mm-hmm. in the kingdom, in the house, in God's authority to the head, we're hearing from another head and it is not Jesus. And so yes. um, that's dangerous for us to do that. And, um, mm. you know, even if you're a five-fold prophet, who's your pastor? Mm, you know, wow. you, you got to be have someone over your, your your soul that's that's helping you. And so another protocol I would say is um, if you're close to a situation, um, don't prophesy into that situation. You know, yeah, even for me, and true. I move in pro- prophecy apostolically, prophetically, but it's so much easier for me to prophesy in a place I know no one. Mm-mm, yes. Because at, in my role as a pastor, I may know things, and when I'm sensing things, I have to discern: is that the my heart oh, towards people? Knowledge. And there's that mixture of foreknowledge, mm-hmm. or is it really the the pure prophetic word of God? And I've learned how to test that, and sometimes mm-hmm. I'll hold it, 
because mm-hmm. I really want to make sure this was God and not yes. me, you know? So for instance, you know, someone's very sick and you know, they're sick and you want to prophesy healing. And the right. Lord told me, you know, well, that's your heart towards that person. Yes. That's your prayer yeah. and come before yeah. God in faith. But to say God spoke to me this, you mm-hmm. know, it's there. And so we can, um, we can, uh, our emotion can sway. Cause again, as we talked, when mm-hmm. God speaks to us, our, our emotions are stirred up, yes, but yes. our emotion can be stirred up from compassion. Yes, It doesn't necessarily mean it's God. So if we're too close to a situation or we have foreknowledge, um, it's important we really have maturity in discerning that yeah. or hold it. And then someone comes in and we, you know, we had a prophetic yeah. activation this weekend. It was powerful because yeah. you had people who knew nothing and God was giving them words of confirmation for people. And it was received because the person, no, they didn't really even have a relationship with that and, person. And we even have a testimony of someone, you know, uh, who has an impression uh, for this person, but they're closely related. Yeah. And uh, and it may be the, the word of the Lord, but it's from it's the wrong person. Yeah. You are not the person to release the word. So, um, you know, so I told this person to to hold it. You know, I said, this is, this is, you are not the person to release no. it. And uh, true, uh, lo and behold, God gave the same word to another person who totally have no clue of the situation and do not know this yeah. person <laughs> and release that word. It was so powerful. Then it is fully without a shadow of doubt yeah. that it is God and not human yeah. being. So it is, it is so important for us to be mature uh, prophetic voices. Yeah. So we know that even though God gave you this, but is are you the right person to release it? Is that the right time? The right word at the wrong time will give the wrong effects. Yeah. Uh, right. And the the right word, but the wrong person will also not have its maximum impact. Yeah. So so it's so beautiful how God turned it around and and this person also learned, hey, wow, you know, I I uh, withhold the word, but God released it anyway and, and it created an even greater impact on that person that she kept yeah, for. Beautiful. And I love how God does that, you know, and it, it, it spoke to that person who had the word um, and God used someone else, but it was better received. And, mm. you know, there were some things like that because we know and we've even had conversations with people, but... I knew that was the word of the Lord, but if I brought it because of previous conversations, they may yeah. not receive it. And then right. God used someone else, like you said, that doesn't know anything. So mm. I think, you know, in protocol, and we'll end off with this one, I think, you know, the next protocol, and there's more, but, um, you know, this would be basic, <laughs> uh, I would say, just foundation for people wanting to learn and, and get into it, is that that you follow the unction. Mm. Um, and because we are spiritual people, so because we're spiritual people, we can discern. We can discern naturally we can discern because we're sensitive and pick mm-hmm. up stuff. But does that mean that there's an unction for us to speak that over a person and prophesy it? Um, there's a difference in that. So, you know, for instance, you can be around someone and you feel like something's off with them, but you won't, God's telling me something's off and you try to speak into that. Maybe you just need to pray for that person or you need to, hey, yeah, are you okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, we're spiritual people. We communicate spirit to spirit. But, but at other times there's an unction and you feel the push, you know, mm-hmm. or the leading, the prompting, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a push off the cliff. It's a prompting a nudging. Mm-hmm. You need to speak into this. You need to say that. And that's, there's a difference in that. The Bible says the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. 
And so you know, people, why, why did you say that? Well, I just couldn't help myself. I, I was, you know, no, I had a prophecy and, you know, in the conference, I delivered it. I was sitting on that thing for three and a half weeks, mm, wow. but the spirit of the prophet, subject, the prophet, you wait for unction, you're waiting and you mentioned timing and go by the unction. We don't need to say everything we sense. We don't mm-hmm. need to say everything we see. We don't need to say everything we hear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just for us to pray. Sometimes it's for us to discern so we can be sensitive, but the the prompting to speak and declare and to to edify and encourage that that comes from the Lord, and so we need to discern that. Yes, so it's important for us to understand the protocol because, like what Pastor Derek uh, started out, the purpose of prophecy it has to be rooted in love that we are not speaking just to be heard or to prove that we are sharp in our prophetic gift, but that through our prophetic gift the body of Christ can be edified, mm. that people can be edified, can be exhorted, can be comforted. So let us uh, tune in to God and uh, develop a keen ear to hear from God and be more accurate and on point on our prophetic utterance so that the body of Christ can come to the next level. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and uh, please write to us if you do have any other questions regarding this area and I'm sure that we can uh, uh, give you some guidance uh, on your questions that you may have. Please like and share uh, what you heard and share with friends that uh, may benefit from what we have shared today. So tune in to our next episode. I know that you are going to enjoy it.